Hello, airwaves. Hello, warriors. Welcome to uh, not talk is war, but welcome to Ground Zero, episode four. Thank you guys for joining us today. It is uh, Friday, March 20th. I know this is a little late because I usually do this on a Wednesday or Thursday, but I forgot to. So welcome. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, you guys know how it's done. We cover AEW of this week. So let's get down to it. Uh, first off, first off, I do want to say before we actually go into detail about it, um, you know, with what happened and all that, it was an empty arena show, obviously. I know it's a little weird to a lot of us fans, but, you know, it's it's the least we could do. We're fans. They're putting on the show in the middle of a multinational crisis. Let's, let's just watch, you know? So uh, let's go ahead and get to it. Um, uh, biggest event of, uh, biggest event, biggest moment of that event was Matt Hardy becoming All Elite. This was amazing. So, uh, you know, uh, the whole story throughout this was to set up next week's uh, Blood and Guts match, which is their version of War Games between the Elite and the Inner Circle. So uh, Nick Jackson one of the Young Bucks, was ruled out due to not being officially medically cleared to, you know, wrestle. And this made the event take on extra importance. And uh, the winning team would earn the man advantage uh, during Blood and Guts. So, uh, and that was that was the match they put on. So, seemingly down four versus five, the Elite were very desperate and needed the victory. And uh, that this will, of course, being the um, main event. So uh, we're going to get back to that. But let me get to what was what was the first match? One of them. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and get to uh, this one first. The Exalted One was revealed, and he is Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper. This was amazing. This... I, I'm really glad I'm seeing Luke Harper there, you know? A lot of people were um, saying the Exalted One was all types of people. They, uh, there, were, there were rumors that it was Jim Cornette and uh, Raven and uh, it, it, even Evil Uno, you know? And uh, people thought it was Christopher Daniels. People thought it was, um, trying to think here, people thought it was Vampiro and... You know, it could have been a lot of different people. And honestly, it was a really interesting storyline. You know, uh, who's who, you know? Because uh, we've seen that several times before. But with the leader of a villainous faction, it was very new. So really good on creative part, I will say. So um glad to see Luke Harper, you know. And I'm glad he's all good. Apparently they're gonna start a um, their first feud with SCU, so maybe they'll get Christopher Daniels or Frankie Kazarian or maybe even Scorpio Sky under their control. Maybe, just gonna have to see what happens. And um, all right, let's let's get down to it. Uh, the Lucha Bros defeated Best Friends, uh, Chucky e. T or Chuck Taylor and Tramperetta. So, you know it it's a weird name for. <laughs> for a, uh, for a, uh, what's it called? For a faction, you know, Death Triangle. I like it, but they were right. 
there are too many shapes. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny. But, you know, um, they're proven to be a really good faction so far. But I've always liked the Lucha Bros. Hell, I, want, I think I wanted them uh, to win the first AEW World Tag Team Championship instead of SCU, honestly. Uh, but, you know, I've always known them as uh, amazing performers in this industry. They've always been the ones to put on the show the one to make everyone pop, and the one to keep the fans just talking about them, you know? What else we got here? Uh, amazing people within Lucha Libre, too. Uh, Hikaru Shida defeated Penelope Ford, Rio, and Chris Statlander in a fatal four-way match. Uh, Kip Sabian, of course, was uh, ringside to interfere, and he paid the price on occasion when women all beat him up. <laughs> uh, the move of the match was uh, Ford with a springboard reverse Hurricane Rana. Amazing. Amazing to see or pull off. So, um, glad to see you, Karshita, you know, picking up the victory. And God, I love Rita. She's so I love Rio. She's so cute. But, oh my God. I can't get over how snug the belt was on her. Like, she's so small. And uh, she's definitely talented, but that that belt was really tight on her. Like, it, it wrapped around her. <laughs> but anyway, let's, let's move on. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jurassic Express defeated uh, the Blade and the Butcher, uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Of course, representing the Jurassic Express, and Marco Stunt was not there. I'm I'm not sure why. And neither was the Bunny, which is even weirder. But I guess they're just limiting people around the ring. A uh, big moment, of course, being Luchasaurus cleaning house with a hot tag like he normally does. Uh, great to see the Jurassic Express pull off such a really good victory. And um, the Blade and the Butcher have proven to be really talented. I I really like what they. Uh, what they're doing right now. They have really good ring presence. And, um, you know, they, they do a lot of old school tactics. I, I really like that. And Jurassic, Jurassic Express have always been good. I, I've always loved them. Um, perfect pair from Jungle Boy to Luchasaurus to even Marco Stunt, you know? All right, let's move on. Mm. Just getting a little hydration. And... Um, Jake Roberts, uh, I believe he cut a promo and, um, with Lance Archer. And they had a message for Cody. They paid respect to Cody, but um, Cody pretty much ignored them. And they said, you know, that's really disrespectful to them, apparently. And it wasn't supposed to turn personal, and apparently now it is. And uh, Cody had his chance to meet them straight on. But, you know, of course, he ignored them. So it it appears that he's going to, you know, pay the price. And there was a vignette of Lance Archer entering a backyard wrestling area and demolishing about 20 people. So I guess they're going for a, um, they're sticking with the murder hawk monster kind of thing where he's terrorizing different people. And Cody's going to have to step in and be the hero and say, oh, no, you can't do this. Maybe. But I do like what they're doing, you know. We're just going to have to see, you know, more on down the road. But I'm calling it right now. Somehow, some way, Lance Archer is going to interfere uh, during Blood and Guts. I'm calling it. I'm definitely calling it. Because think about it. War Games, the most important thing about it 
is that it's no disqualification. People can do what they want. This means that anyone can interfere. And who hates, you know, Cody more than the inner circle? Lance Archer. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, let's see, let's see. Let's, let's move on here. Um, I think that was it. Yep, I believe that was it. So, um, you know, really good show, I gotta say. And remember, guys, the important thing to do is to tune in because they are doing... Uh, an amazing thing for us, keeping us entertained during this whole crisis going on, you know? And we like to encourage everyone out there to be safe and to, um, you know, keep your hands clean, uh, distance yourself socially. Uh, What else here? Uh, Stay home as much as you can and just be safe, okay? Be smart. You know what to do, okay? You got common sense. I know you do. Just... Do your thing, okay? Please be safe. So, you know, we're praying for everyone out there, and I believe the CDC said within 14 days, if we all pitch in, we can flatten the curve. So we're going to have to. And, well, you know, we're going to keep doing us. We've decided to. So next show of Talk is War will be Monday, and that's going to be a normal show. And then we're going to do... You know, we're going to do this, (laughs) Ground Zero. We're going to do this Wednesday, following up um, AEW Dynamite. If not, it will be Thursday. And uh, then there will be Talk is War on Friday. So be sure to tune in. And thank you for joining us today for Ground Zero. From Alpha Z, thank you guys very much.